Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. It's a Baseball Isn't Boring on the go. Yep, All-Star Game's done. Now trade deadline's coming up. We have power rankings this morning. Producer Evan shocking the world with some of his power rankings, as he always does. But this little baseball isn't boring on the go. A reminder, as we go through, as we get the last little tidbits of the week, of the All-Star week, of the All-Star festivities, as we head into what is going to be a really, really, I think, important weekend of baseball, well... Kenley Jansen only threw three pitches, three pitches, but he might have had the most impact of almost anybody there. And why is that? Well, because a couple reasons. Number one, he did well. Okay, three pitches, three strikes, one strikeout. But also, he got, number one, he got a guy who had never been in an All-Star game to the All-Star game, Brent Rooker. Brent Rooker, he wasn't able to get to the All-Star game on time. Well, I mean, that's hyperbole. He was having a difficult time getting to the All-Star game because of travel issues. Kenley stepped in and saved the day. Now, when you listen to this, keep in mind also, this is going to be the second straight year that the Oakland A's All-Star representative had to hitch a ride with somebody else, another team. And also, I didn't know this until recently, the Oakland A's only team that not did not send their mascot to the All Star game. All right, well th- that's not here. They're there. This is a good vibe interview. It's a good vibe podcast. Here is Brent Rooker. 
talking about how this took place in terms of Ken Lee helping him get to the All-Star game. So, can you take me through like, the playing ride with Ken Lee and, and how that came about? Yeah, um, uh, so I was the agent the, the Sunday game when I came back up at the clubhouse, and, I don't know, the fifth or sixth inning. Between the bats, and our travel guy just came, uh, Mickey came and grabbed me. He was like, hey, your flight's delayed until uh, like 12.30 a.m. So we were supposed to take off at 7.30 or 8. Um, he came up and said, pretty much everything's canceled, but y'all are delayed until 12.30. So right now we're kind of scrambling, trying to figure something out. Uh, and we kind of think the best option is to just jump on the team plane, fly back to Oakland, and then try to get here Monday morning. Um, and then after the game, some stuff worked out. And uh, I think I think Kinley reached out and said that they had a couple extra seats. He had, he had heard about it. He'd yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And he was uh, incredibly incredibly kind and generous um, and offered us those, those two seats to jump on with him. So we were able to make it here um, Sunday night, which was a huge help and made my, my life, my wife's life, and I think everyone involved. Life um, a lot easier. So big, ask, big thanks to him. Can I ask a stupid? This is a stupid question. How many times have you fl- flown on a private jet? Ah, uh, oh, four or five. Okay, yeah. all right. So fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and again, this may be a stupid question, but sort of along the lines of what we talked about the other day of like you learning this, right? So in that flight, I don't know if you're just hanging out, you're sleeping or whatever. Or you talk to Kenley. Hey, what's this going to be like? And, yeah, no, we we talked a little bit of baseball, but I mean, he had his three kids. I had my kid so it was a lot it was a lot more parenting going on than there was um talking baseball stuff like that we had a good time all right well the other part of this equation of kenley jansen potentially being the mvp of the all-star game is doing what so many other people are subtly doing which is trying to woo shohei itani to put the best foot forward hey shohei isn't this a great place to play so when you're a free agent in the offseason Come on over. The water's fine. All right, so Kenley spent a ton of time with Shohei Itani as the cameras picked up. So wanted to ask him about that dynamic after the, after the All-Star game before Kenley took off for his little bit of a break before the games this weekend. What it was like talking with the Shohei, what he talked to Shohei about, and what that dynamic was all about. All right, well, here you go. Like you said, just the baseball isn't boring on the go. We wanted to make sure everyone understood the impact that Kenley Jansen had over the last couple of days. How's your conversation with Tani going? Really good, really good. You know, I can't, I can't say anything, but you know, really good. You know, so hopefully, you know, we'll see. We'll see. You can't say anything, but you, have you ever talked to him before? No, I, I spent a lot of time. I basically spent a lot of time today talking to him, and it was great. It's not. It's in general, man. Just get to know him as a person. You know, we have fun and um, we talk baseball. Man, it's, it's impressive of how we can do both really, really, really well pitching and hitting. It's weird that you offered him a green suit. What's that? It's weird that you offered him a green suit. Yeah, you know, so hey, that's tampering. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to play against Shohei? What's that? I would love to have him as my teammate. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. You know, I, I have one year left here with, with the Red Sox and Share. I would love to have him as my teammate, but never. At this point right now, we got to worry about what we can worry is this year, you know, so um, we got a really special team this year, and um, like I say, man, we got some young guys and some good veteran guys, including me, 
and you know I think for us to play good baseball to make Heim's job a little easier um, to see what he needs to do and hopefully it's, it's, it's the buy and make this team better he, he imitated your pitching yeah he imitated me he talked about facing me I talked about him standing in batting box so it was great yeah I mean, I admire and watch him. You know, I think I love. That's the one player I would love to watch every time. I mean, that's to me, especially when he's pitching. To me, that's the most fun time to watch him. You know, to watch him go out there and pitch and hit. So. Um, of course, you know, that's the first guy I want to see today. I mean, this whole trip and, you know, to get to know him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. You know, we've got a great team this year and we'll see. You know, we it's, year's not even over yet. And, you know, yes, if you ask me, yes, of course, I would love to have him as my teammate. But, you know, um, we got a great team this year and um, we can do something great. So, um, you know, people can count us out, but it's up to us in the clubhouse to believe who we are and knowing what we can do and, you know, have a, a, a great second half. Can you tell people saw you talking? <laughs> people saw you talking to Joe. Can you tell that? Yeah, All probably, these questions? Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, you know, but I just wanted to get to know him. You know, I faced him a few times, you know, a great player, and that's the first guy on my list I wanted to get to know. Did you hear the chant coming to Seattle? I mean, yeah, of course. Everywhere you go, you know, everybody Everybody wants him, you know. I mean, like I said, man, he's he's gonna be one of the all-time great when he's done playing this game, and hopefully, stay healthy and do his thing. Um, I'm not taking it for granted watching him, you know. So I love watching him play when he's playing. Um, of course, when I'm pitching against him, you know, then it's different. But um, I love watching him play.